Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to a quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this quick shot of romance is podcast contributor Heather. Hi, Heather. Hey, Becky. We had to do a last minute kind of shuffle for this book, but Mm -hmm. I have to tell you, I'm not sad. Oh my God, I'm not sad either. We have the fact that we haven't done a quick shot about this because it's probably you and I's favorite book. Yeah, it's one of my all time top favorites from this author. And um, Mm -hmm. it's also one that I reference a lot when we talk about like mutual masturbation and runaway brides. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's so many good pieces to this story. And I've actually been on a little bit of a reading slump for most of May and June, and mm-hmm. I read this in like four hours, and then the next book I picked up, I got done in like a day, and so I'm like, maybe this is what I needed to break my slump. I actually started with the audio, and it was so good, and I was laying in bed listening to audio, and I'm like, well, this is dumb. What am I doing? Like, I could actually just read the book. I mean... It's so good. I think I've read it four or five times. And it only came out in 2020. Yeah. 20. It's just two years old. Mm -hmm. So good. So good. So on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing Game Changer by Kelly Jameson, which, of course, you know, Kelly Jameson, Sawyer Bennett, those were our, um, and Helena Hunting, that's what you and I bonded over. That was how mm-hmm. we became friends was you were like, hey, have you read this? And I was like, hey, I have. Have you read this? And you're like, wait, I have. Um, and thus solidifying the chaos that is Becky and Heather. <laughs> I actually started with Kelly um, in the Chicago Aces series. And it was either, I can't remember if it was this one or if it was the Cold Fury, but These were one of the first series, and I go back to the Chicago Aces all the time. They're some of my favorite books, and this is the last book in this series, and it ties together so many of Kelly's books. It really does, and I did have a moment as I was reading this book that I thought, one, can we get, like, I'd like to go back to Chicago with rookies because we're in new york Uh with kelly right now some of the Mm -hmm. rookies i don't want a second gen i just want some of the older the guys that are young in this book like jackson and some of the others i just like to see them in their later years i would love if like uh jackson if we got like a christmas card letter from them you know that'd be great i love this couple so much (laughs) she did her um Christmas series with like Kat Mazira and Tess Thompson and Jamie Davenport. They did yep. like a Christmas series this last Christmas. And was it in that? No, it wasn't in that book. It was in one of her uh Bears, New York Bears books that we dated the daughter of the GM of the Aces. And I'd like his story. Or just take me to Chicago, Kelly. Like, seriously. 
I think that's, I was trying to really wrap my head around why I love Jackson's book. While I love the story and I love Jackson and I love Molly, I just love Chicago, but the bulk of where the story takes place is so, reminds me so much of my childhood. And it's such, I can like picture it. I think that's why I love it so much. I also think, and this is, and we'll get to the synopsis guys, I'm sorry. Um, We're Mm -hmm. kind of giving you a (laughs) pre-review here. The other thing I think that this is the standard is, in my opinion, this is the best off-season hockey romance. Mm Mm-hmm. because we still get the feel of what we want from a hockey series without gameplay. I will say Kelly does this amazing. She did one in a bear series where she's an agent. And so you get this whole, um, this push pull that these players have right like it's around this time of the year so it's in June and July July 1st is you know free agency I mean teams are trading Minnesota just lost one of my favorite players ever and it's hard for these players because they're waiting to see where they're gonna land and we get that with Jackson um and I want to give a special shout out to Kelly Jamison and some of our other favorite romance hockey romance writing authors, they have a YouTube channel and they do a show called The Chippy Chicks. And if you haven't watched it, you totally should because they kind of give an inside female take on um, hockey, but then they tie it into some of their books and their stories that they're telling. And so I will link that in our on-the-shelf show notes for Game Changer. Um, Awesome. Heather, read us the synopsis from Goodreads. All right. Jackson Wynn. I don't want anything to do with my crazy family's drama, which I've been watching unfold from a distance over the last year. But now my grandfather has Alzheimer's and I feel I need to at least make a quick visit to see him. My hockey season's over. All I have to do is get through my teammate Steve's wedding and I'm on a plane to Los Angeles to do my family duty. After that, I'll head home to Manitoba for some summer R&R at the family lake cottage. Molly Flynn. Nobody's expecting what happens at my wedding, which becomes pandemonium. I need to get out of there fast. Who do I turn to? Jackson Wynn, one of my fiance's teammates. He's been a friend to me since I met Steve. For one night, we hide out in his condo, but he's leaving in the morning for California. I want to go with him. Jackson, I can't take Steve's fiance with me to California. He's going to flip shit over this. But the lying, cheating bastard kind of deserves it. And I've always had a soft spot for Molly. Or maybe not so soft because she's not only sweet and kind, she's hot as hell. This is a bad idea for so many reasons. And I sure as hell don't need more drama in my life. But I can't say no to her. On this nutso trip, neither of us expect Molly to bond with my bonkers family, especially my poor, confused grandpa. And neither of us expects to bond with each other. Um, it's so good. I love oh that blurb because man, it it's gives so you good. A, it gives you a lot, but not really. It doesn't give you anything. That's like the no. first two chapters. I think from the very first. So I think in the prologue, it's Jackson and he's at a bar with his teammates and they're all talking about the wedding and blah blah blah. And um then they kind of just talk about start talking about how what a cool chick Molly is. And that they know that this wedding is going to actually be fun because Molly isn't your typical girl. 
and then we jump into Molly at her wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So this released June 9th of 2020. It is a runaway bride, a vacation fling, a hockey romance, friends to lovers, one bed. And again, Kelly Jameson (laughs) does one bed and the towel scene like nobody's business. Mm hmm. That was good. I adore her. And the wall of pillows. Like, I'm totally laughing. It's like, he's like, we'll share the bed together. And it's a wall of pillows. And I'm like, that never works, people. Here's the deal. I sleep with a wall of pillows. And I am telling you, after 18 years, we don't end up in each other's embrace. So it happens. (laughs) Really? I can't sleep with a wall of pillows. I don't know. It's just a lot. Um, I'm a full foot shorter than my husband i don't think i'm i'm about six inches shorter than mike um okay so this is a win hockey book it's number five in the win hockey series mm-hmm. and this is a series of standalones and the put out percentage is 58 percent for actual sexy time but there is an earlier scene where she, he is in the bed and she is on the chaise lounge in the room yeah. and she hears him Enjoying some self-discovery. Yes. It is so sexy. It is. And it's a little awkward. And then, like, the more you know Jackson, I'm like, I can't believe you really did that. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he's kind of a buttoned-up character. For sure he is. Um, You know, he avoids his family. He avoids drama. He has some past... um, hurt towards his parents his parents are divorced and Mm -hmm. there was some and this folds out in the entire wind series so we're not really spoiling anything Uh -uh. there's some animosity between his dad and uncle and his grandfather grandfather is a hockey legend dad and uncle are hockey legends dad and uncle own one hockey team in the la area grandpa owns the other hockey team in the la area um his dad jackson's dad is a coach um, basically, I think everyone in Jackson's family played hockey. His mom played hockey. His mom is a sports psychologist. His sister played hockey. Like they all play hockey. Yeah. Hockey is the bind that ties that family together. And Jackson does not work for his grandfather. He doesn't work for his uncle and his dad, where a lot of the other family members are somehow tied to the family teams. Jackson is happy with his distance out in Chicago. Yeah, and he does not want to live in California. And so what it is, is like his grandpa was like a hockey god. Like I view it as like he was like Wayne Gretzky. His first Gordie wife Howell, that was my thought, but I or, think or that Gordie ages Howell. me. That works too, yes. <laughs> um, so his dad, the grandpa was married. His first wife died. He remarried. And when he remarried, they had more kids. So there's like two not two families, but you know, like it's two generations Jack- in one because yeah, and Jackson's aunt and uncle are his age. Yeah. Yeah. So it has, it's created some animosity amongst the family members. Mm-hmm. There was some money issues and then it came out that his grandfather was ill. He was forgetting a lot of things and um, the step grandmother, the grandfather's wife was trying to cover things up and help and fix and repair it just wasn't happening fast enough for the um 
for the uncle and the dad until they finally had a discussion and figured out what needed yeah. to happen. You mean communication? Right. God forbid we do that. So uh -huh. let's talk about Molly a little bit because okay. she's a pretty dynamic character in this book. She is amazing. I, she makes me laugh. She is, I just love her. And she has some serious guts. I mean, she, and she just was not going to put up with her ex's BS and totally um, kind of hands him his rear end at the wedding. It was yeah. phenomenal. Well, and I don't think that's spoiling because it happens in chapter one. She reads a series of text messages that were screenshot and sent to her between her intended groom and the woman he was having the affair with. And like, here's the deal. He said some super mean things about yeah. her. And it was, but I think, I think on the, when you first read Molly, you're like, um, kind of, how crazy is this lady? And then all of a sudden, her and Jackson like take off and like major runaway bride, bride. And it, I just picture Chicago and them like getting into a, like a taxi in Chicago in her dress. dress. I yeah. was dying. It's so, she does such a great job with that whole scene. It was so funny. And, um, you know, of course, Molly's got some tears in her eyes. And the one guy is like, do you need help? She's like, no, no, he's, he's yeah, a like good a guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think on the onset, you think, um, like how level headed is this girl? Cause you know, what happened is traumatic. You yeah. just, you know, left your soon to be husband at the altar, like all these, but she's very level headed and super insightful. And she's just kind of the girl you want to be friends with. Like, well, she's she awesome. They totally go back to Jackson's apartment and get drunk on tequila. And in the and middle of pizza and in the middle of drinking tequila, she's like, I want to go to California with you. And he's like, whoa, yeah. maybe um, maybe you'll change your mind in the morning. And then she's mm -hmm. like booking their flight or flight. So she comes in in the morning and she's like, so what flight are you on? And he's like, um, whoa, hang on. Let's rewind here molly and then she has nothing and so they're at target and i am just dying laughing because i can see that happening yeah. well i'll just stop at target because we all know target's got everything i need right um one of the things in this book and it's not really miscommunication trope because they don't not understand each other jackson sucks at communicating to anybody anything? Like, he doesn't communicate to his mom, who he's desperately close to. He doesn't communicate with his father. So he's held this grudge that his father did this wrong to his mother and caused them to get divorced for, like, 20 years. Dude yeah. is not good about talking about his feelings. And it comes to bite him in the ass with Molly. For sure. She does. I think she. She's a teacher. Um. And I think that's maybe why I like her too. So this also kind of lays, brings into the fact that like it's June and she can just leave, you know, and head wherever. Um, I think she lays breadcrumbs for Jackson. Like she'll lead questions 
And then she changes the subject and then she circles back around. So it gives him time to think about it and then gets him to like, she pulls the information out of him. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So, and we said this is a vacation fling book. And one of the things is, is there's two locations in this vacation fling. And I really love, again, I think this is a perfect example of what I want on a vacation fling romance. It's, they're outside their bubble of everyday Chicago. Um, the first part of the book takes place in California. They're at a resort. There's a scene where he gets all butthurt because she's talking to people at the hotel while he was out with his family. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, she, she's just like the person who's friends with everyone. Yeah. She makes a friend everywhere she goes. And he acted like a turkey face. Like, yeah. Dude. And like his whole family is like, they put like they his his cousins or whatever basically put her on the family text train like chain like right away because they're like we love her yeah and he's like what is happening <laughs> well and then they're he's mad at them a little bit because they're like where's Molly when he shows up for something yeah, they're like, like Where, what about where's me? Molly and she's and he's like I didn't think to bring her yeah well his family is. I, dysfunction junction but whatever um so jackson you know i just think you can't help but love him you really can't you can't help but love him and um so the second part of this book this is where you really fall in love this is where he shows oh, yeah. his swooniness is they actually leave california and go back to Chicago to kind of finally get her stuff out of her fiance's apartment, which they've learned that the fiance went on the honeymoon with, with somebody else, with the mistress. Um, so she's trying to get things out of her apartment, but she does. She still has another month before she has to start worrying about school and stuff. She does not want to stay in Chicago. And, um, so I think on a whim, Jackson's like, why don't you come with me to Manitoba with my family lake? And she's and she says, yes. And I think Jackson's like, it was one of those situations where he was like, I didn't think she was going to say yes, but she said yes. But All it right, was let's go. <laughs> it was so fun. And he has some big, big swoony moments at the lake, sleeping bags and the stars and the Aurora Borealis. And. When she's like the the when they're talking about the wild creatures that could come into town, and she's like flipping out. And she's like, mm -hmm. "I'm a city girl. This is not okay." And mm -hmm. he's like, "You'll be fine." <laughs> yeah, and I think too, you see that Jackson stays busy to avoid his feelings and so you see that side of him in California where he's like okay we're gonna go kayaking we're gonna do this we're gonna do this we're gonna do this and he stays busy to avoid his feelings and then when they get to his family lake cottage there's nowhere to run from your feelings well and the other piece that we haven't really talked about this is Jackson's at the end of his contract with the aces and now it's off season and he needs to renegotiate I think he's a restricted free agent because the negotiations are with Chicago. Mm -hmm. He's not being offered other cities yet. Um, 
So he has a contract negotiation that is weighing fairly heavy on his mind. And that plays out throughout the whole book. Um, So I don't want to spoil that because I think that that Mm -hmm. really also shows some big emotions for Mm -hmm. Jackson. Um, His whole identity, his whole of who he is, is tied up in that he is a hockey player. And when he's with Molly doesn't matter as much right and the other thing we never talked about is that molly and jackson were actually friends like while he was her ex-fiance's teammate jackson and molly bonded very quickly over trivia nights and they became trivia teammates so they have hung out before it's not that you know it was just random But they're trivia teammates and they have this like special handshake and they're buddies. And I think Jackson then starts to see Molly in a different light when they're at the cabin. Yeah. But he's a definite caretaker. You can tell at the cabin, especially how he takes care of her. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, he really does. Um, Okay. So I don't want to. Let's get to our questions because we don't want this to Mm -hmm. run too terribly long. Um, Heather, did you like this book? These are so dumb with this book. (laughs) I know. I I just really adore this book. And every time I read it or listen to it, it gets better and better. They're just a really great pair. So here's a funny thing. When I first read and reviewed this book, I gave it four and a half stars. And I was kind of mad at 2020 Becky because... This is a five-star freaking read. I do not mm-hmm. know what my problem was. It's, it's just a re, it's a really well-written book. Um, it is. And it holds up and it doesn't feel mm-hmm. awkward. And, yes. you know, we all know that I poo-poo friends to lovers at every chance I get. This is probably the best friends to lovers that I've ever read. Like, it is just that good. Well... There might be a book by a certain Sawyer Bennett that is there. Also, we say like, um, you know, 56%. I don't, maybe it's a silver. Um, It made total sense. It needed to be where the pop needed to be where it's at. Yeah. It couldn't have happened later because it would Mm -mm. have felt disingenuine given everything she had gone through. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. Who do you think would typically like this book, Heather? If you are in a friend, if you love friends to lovers, if you aren't sure if you would like a sports romance, this is not heavy, heavy sport talk. Really, but like, you would have to be a monster to not like this book. Everybody will like this book. Yeah, and a fa- if you kind of like a funky family dynamic, um, this totally is a great book to read. Yeah. Um, and then, Heather, would you recommend this book? Oh my God, I'm sure people want me to shut up about it. Yeah. I would. You should read it. And if you don't read it, we can't be friends. Right. Everybody should be reading this book. um, And it can absolutely be read as a standalone. You do not have to read the others. You aren't going to miss out on anything by not having read the others, but you're missing a really good time if you aren't reading the other ones. You'll win. It's book one in the series, and he's a major book boyfriend. He's so dreamy, and it was so funny to see... In this book, Grandpa makes a couple comments about Theo running off to get married and then about the, is it JP who Mm -hmm. is dating his brother's girlfriend? Oh, my God. 
so many the fun series things. is hilarious it's just it's a really good series and it ties together like i said with the aces and then there's a little bit of uh, does it maybe some of the well not in these books but when you go over to the bears we get some glimpses mm-hmm. of the winds in the sure. uh new series that the bears and the bears two series that she's doing right now um okay so do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance. Send us an email to the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com and we will add it to our TBR. We recently did this. We had Amanda who told, suggested a book to us. I read it. It made it to a quick shot. So seriously, send us the book recs. We'll get them added to our list. Heather, thank you so much for joining me for this quick shot of romance. Anytime. I'm always happy to talk about books with you. <laughs> Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.